0: Hey guys, thanks for stopping by my channel. Now as you know, do more is all about being your own boss, investing your money wisely and being the best person that you can be. Today, I talked to a very special couple, Shani Imanli and Nasruddin Rahman, founders and owners of Block in uh, a Lego cafe. If you like this video, please share it, like it or comment below. Thank you for stopping by. Take care. Brother Naz and Shani, how are you guys, man? <laughs> um, it's, <the> <laughs> it's an honor to be here. Thank you. I've been waiting to get you guys on this uh, podcast for a long, long time. Shani, I've known for a lot longer. You and I used to cover press conferences.
1: Exactly. You were in Bloomberg,
0: the markets, mm-hmm. and you were in Astro. Yes. Um, innocent young thing covering press conferences you have been a stalwart of the media industry for a
2: long time too long sometimes too long mm, 22 years yeah mm. you're, you're the man man in the food and travel world you are the man no way but I, on this table in your, in your zone actually I was asking my wife why is chuang asking us why we're, we're like little fishes we're like nobody you know in, in this particular in the field of
1: entrepreneurship yeah. yeah we are the little fish yeah but that's the point you
0: see because the whole idea behind this channel was to just not talk to the big guys as well the tycoons obviously you get those guys as well out there but um i wanted to let people know that anybody can can be their own boss right mm-hmm. and you guys have done it you and i were a journalist you are still in a way still in the media world but you've guys you guys now play both sides of the of the game. You're still media personalities, but you're also entrepreneurs. Okay, so let's start at the start, right? Um, you got your business called Block. Block is obviously. Um, um, I, I think you'd let, let you explain it better. But you made that transition quite a long time ago. How did you build up the basically the, the courage to start a business? Back actually, then.
1: Block isn't even our first business. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we actually dipped our toes into business. Um, back in 2010. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I had just quit my job, my full-time job to be a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, Was that scary for you? Terrifying, you know, because I'd always had a full-time job. Yeah. And the thought of suddenly quitting all of that and being a full-time stay-at-home mom is... You know, I even yeah. ask myself, I'm throwing away my degree, I'm throwing away all of this education that my parents saved their whole lives for to become a stay-at-home mom.
2: May I interject a little bit? Yes. A lot of people were coming to me, why you meet your wife quit? Well, like, me, what? I do not tell my wife what to do, okay? She tells Wonder Woman what to do. So, but no way, you know, she's put in too much effort and uh, I know this about my wife and uh, I asked her, do you really want to do this? You know, yeah. it's a big thing to be a stay-at-home mom and, and furthermore, when you want to start your own business, of course, somebody had to have faith in her to put in the capital, right? Yeah. Not many women make that transition, right? You know, you know how Cheryl Sandberg wrote a,
0: a book called Lean In, right? Yeah. And it, it basically laments the lack of um, women, um, senior women in the corporate world, at directorship level, at management level. One of the main reasons is because they 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 drop out of the workforce to care for their children, right? Because the husband doesn't pitch in, so she's got to fill it fill in that void. But you left the corporate world, but you started a business, and not many women do that. At a time when your children had just arrived.
1: Because, you know, you have so much to contribute. Yeah. And sitting at home, yes, you're doing a wonderful uh, service to, you know, com- you know, communities by taking care of your kids. I do believe that is a community service to take care of your kids. But at the same time, I still have so much else of me to contribute, right? Mm. So the natural transition that makes it easy for a woman, especially in Malaysia where childcare is expensive, is to start a business. It's the only way, really. Mm. You know, you can't work. There aren't really any sort of companies that actually allow you to do part-time work and be a mom and be the best, have the best of both worlds. So maybe
0: now in a small way, but not yeah. back then, not not 10 back years then, ago. not
1: ten years ago. So it there was a natural transition for someone who wanted to be a full-time mom, but at the same time wanted still to contribute to the economy mm-hmm. and the community. So and to um, the yeah So it it was an e-commerce business, um, an accidental business.
2: You as it would be. Well, not really accidental. Selling Did baby products.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're selling baby products, basically, okay. you know. So, um, you're trying to do
0: the, the... You're trying to be synergistic, right?
1: Yeah, I mean... just family. Yeah, and you know, when you have a kid, you suddenly realize, hey, there's so many things in the Malaysian market that I just can't access. I can't get, you know, shipped into Malaysia. And if I want this item, I'm going to have to ship it in in bulk. So, okay. hey, let's...
0: Were you guys, um, did you become entrepreneurs uh, by, by default because of the need? Or did you feel the entrepreneurial stirrings back then?
1: It was by default. Okay. We didn't go into business because we thought, hey, let's start up a business. It you was... never wanted to be
0: your own boss? Your own boss.
1: No. I think oh. it was just opportunity and timing. Okay. You know, so the opportunity presented itself. And the timing was right. I wasn't doing anything else with myself. And I was hungry for opportunity. Mm. This she
2: speaks purely for herself yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
2: because yeah. in a partnership uh, in a husband-wife relationship as yeah. well I must express it here it is not for everyone not yeah. all husbands and wives will be great business partners there was one quality about her which made me because she says it's by default for me, nothing is by default. Yeah. Everything is I had planned. to, of
1: course, pitch the idea to him. I see, I see, yes. I see. Okay. I say, hey, we've That's got a good opportunity. Okay. You know, timing's good. Mm. You know, I need this product anyway. Need mm. to buy it in bulk. Hey, pitch to the husband lah, Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
2: And then what happened? And, and we had to make it a real... Investor. investor. Yeah, as far as I'm oh, concerned. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, because if she wanted to really dip her um, fingers into it, I started off with retail, actually. So I know there's a certain kind of doggedness you must have that stubbornness and the resilience she is she does have those qualities but when it comes to retail there were a few things I still had my doubts so I had to step in okay, okay? she had a good product and she had a good angle as well um, actually so tough boss yeah, and we did yeah, make money we yeah. did make money it's just that she started to realise okay now we're going to close the business hey yay hey, hey, you know we made money well it hey. was more
1: of two more children came along yeah, yeah. Right, I'm right. still so, handling exactly. this thing right. so it's grow Hmm. Or
2: hmm. But not. that was our first lesson yeah. You know Well For her Her first lesson is An entrepreneur Where When you bungkus also There's money involved In, being, uh, in bungkusing Correct. You know Insolvency uh, money. Exactly yeah. So the more time You take to do it As you shut off business In the end Your profits go to nothing So yeah. it's a very important lesson yeah. So once you start You don't stop Or once you start You sell yeah. yeah. So very important lessons to learn.
1: Huh? I mean, we learned a lot about that experience. I wouldn't say it was a failure. I no. think it was yeah, uh, yeah. a very good experience. Mm. I don't. We didn't lose any money. We didn't make any money. We, mm. we sold the business because I could no longer handle it.
2: Spend less money for another degree too. So what? What did you learn from that experience?
1: I think, you know, we went into that, as, as I said, by default, there was no business plan. There wasn't this sort of question like, you know, do we want to take this business, you know, more than what it is? Where do we want this business to be in five years? Where do we want this business to be in 10 years? We never asked those questions because it was an accidental opportunity, you know? So we learned a lot from that experience and going into block again. Later on, and that was how many years down the line. We started Block in 2016. So, you know, and six years you, later.
2: After starting a business with your wife, usually once enough to either break the business or break the marriage. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Thankfully, so, both have survived. Both survived because <laughs> that's why I say it's not for everyone. It's not <laughs> for everyone because your growth as a person. And, you know, just became a husband after doing gig economy for like 15 years. And then you have children, and then you've got the small baby that's your business. And you learn so much about everything, including each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, is, that was the deal breaker. We found that we were a good team together. Um, she, I'm the yin to the yang. and uh, whether That sounds it, almost cheesy, but I know that's it, not a... It you must know, be I
1: have a better metaphor be. for this. Yeah, yeah. Really? Okay, ah. imagine a balloon with yeah. a rock.
0: Ah, so, 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 so. Okay. so, you're the dreamer. So, who's, who's the dreamer? I'm the balloon. Okay, you're the dreamer.
1: Okay. okay, and we have another partner who is, of course, I mean, in block, we have another partner who yeah. is my brother in law, yeah. who yeah. keeps us from killing each other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he's the rock. <laughs> and my brother in law is the string okay. that attaches the rock. I to see. The so, you're
0: the big picture person. Yes. Yeah, you're the ideas guy. I
1: want to fly. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 right? yeah. I, I see, I see. Mm-hmm. So, most of the time I talk to people here, right? And they're so single minded in their determination to succeed in business. Um, a lot of the times their family time suffers they don't see their wives and in some cases I won't obviously I won't mention names but it, it ends in it, it doesn't end well you know and the children they don't see them for the first 15 years of their lives right and meanwhile this guy the the guy now is worth a few hundred million but it comes at a huge cost. But you guys, by way of contrast, you're doing this together. It's the journey as well.
1: Well, I have to say, what you say bears a lot of weight because it is. we have seen for ourselves how possible, how real that risk is. Mm-hmm. It's happened to us too. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, we realized from the experience of the first business, at which point you need to pull back. Oh.
2: Sorry, sometimes things get really important. Is that the string calling you or the rock? No, that's actually, that's actually, I've got women telling me what to do all the time. See? It's 5 19. <laughs> Is that? Okay. Thank cool. you. He carries Minnie. his that's business that 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 with him looks, on his yeah. Wrist.
1: But yeah, when we, when we decided to start Block in 2016, we obviously were coming from a place where we knew that this was a risk. But again, opportunity, timing. So yeah. We knew someone who was selling a business. Yeah. It was a playground with a non existent cafe. And we're like, dude, it's. We can do this This is like a no-brainer for us We can You know, we put our heads together We can make this fly
2: So on my side was You don't know how tough The F&B business is You don't know It is bloody tough So pitch yeah. again yeah. And then we, we were talking about A location that's really crap Da-da-da But the kicker was Despite How um, uh, You know, low-key The first setup was It was bringing in customers So we were like yeah, You know, there's something here So we sat there for a week Started counting heads so wasn't need, bad Yeah I need the numbers This you know? was so before
1: We bought it over yeah.
2: So we decided And um, our partner At that time was Hey man This this amount X amount Take it Okay So we sat down again I t- took a look At my finances We're in a good place mm.
1: Taking the stock What we already have learned From the e-commerce mm. business yeah, yeah. You know And, and then
2: uh, Calculated risk of let's go for it while we're at this age while our children are still young and we can afford this at this juncture of our lives so that's also another element that's important when you're an entrepreneur um, doesn't matter what age you are you can start a business even at 5 years old yeah. but at certain points in your life things and priorities change
0: yeah so yeah.
2: Does your the, risk, the risk profile changes as well
1: and the thing is this is the funny part we went into it already thinking okay so we already know what the risks are yeah. mm-hmm. without realizing that there's a whole different, you know, a bunch Adventure. of risks that you cannot even imagine when it yeah. comes to brick-and-mortar business.
0: So, so what are some of those? So, so okay, t- t- tell me what block is first, right? And then t- tell me about the, these issues.
1: So, so block basically is a cafe and an indoor playground... Joined into two, and this with a the Lego
2: theme, right? Yes, with a Lego yeah.
1: theme, and you know, with when a Briggs
2: theme because yeah. we don't mind right now.
1: Okay. <laughs> when we when we first started the business, you know, there were not any places that had both a cafe mm-hmm. and an indoor playground, which serviced both the kids. And the parents,
0: yeah, because the parents need to be around to watch the kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so there mm-hmm.
1: were, I mean, there were lots of indoor playgrounds, but the parents go there and, and do nothing, yeah. mm-hmm. or you go to a cafe where the, the parents get to chat and the kids are just, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So it was an opportunity too good to resist. We have, we are parents. We've been in that position. We realized there was a gap in the market. Mm-hmm. We realized that this was something that we could make it. We could make work, mm-hmm. um, and we used a Lego theme because obviously we're both very passionate about Lego, and we know that Lego brings people together. The, hmm. You know, everyone's the, using the, gadgets.
0: Yeah. For a time, I was into Lego investment. Thanks to both of you. Henceforth. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. Henceforth, yeah. this. this. The mini girl you. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, Hang on of, to that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be worth money one day. Well, well, yes, right? well, well, nowadays, I suppose the market is different. But uh, what we wanted to do was well, it was more than just let's make some money. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was. Um, let's solve a problem yeah. let's fulfill a need yeah. and there was with technology we can do what we call an ecosystem business it was, it was big dreams big Lanka, simply because we, had, we knew nothing about running a playhouse we have FNB I mean I've traveled across Malaysia and some parts of the world uh, sampling cuisine see how people run their cafes and restaurants yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. invaluable yeah. but knowing it and running it is very, very different. Yes, and then we stepped into education as well because um, uh, she was very much into legal education, and uh, we are both passionate about education. If, if there was any minister who had some proper long term twenty year plan for our country, I vote him for prime minister right now. Yeah, that yeah. is the future, and so. We are sick of complaining on the uh, internet, on, on, on social media pages. We're sick of reading about other people complaining about it. You know what? We're going to do something about it. So you took it. charge. That's yeah. it. Okay.
1: You
0: know? So the things you you've got three businesses, right? You've got an F&B business, you've got a brick and mortar playground business, and then you've got an education business. Usually those businesses have a whole team of people, a few hundred thousand people behind them. And they're very, very different businesses.
1: 100,000 people.
0: They're very, very different businesses (laughs) with very, very different considerations. Mm -hmm. Um, You talked about some issues. What were some of those issues?
1: Yeah, I mean, we do get asked a lot, how do you handle it? Because we only have a very small team. Mm -hmm. And I have to admit that, you know, first year in, it was just a very small business. Okay, it was about 5,000 square feet, very manageable, Mm. you know? A A lot of people hadn't heard about it yet, but we're still doing well. But then we decided to expand bring investors on board and now it's 10,000 square feet and it's a whole different animal. Mm -hmm. And it's good animal because this is an animal that can go very far. There's just so much potential and that's scary. And along with that growth came risks. Obviously, as you said, your family suffers.
0: Okay, so when you raise equity capital, right? Mm They say equity capital is the most expensive capital of all because you're relinquishing ownership, and by relinquishing ownership, you're relinquishing control as well. Okay, and as a general rule, uh, you don't release majority; you keep majority, right? And it also comes with expectations because once you sell a stock, once you sell some stock for say five bucks per share, hypothetically, (laughs) they want to get ten bucks per share, twenty bucks per share, thirty bucks per share, five or six x down the line, right? So that means taking big steps.
1: Exactly. But, I mean, that's what the investors were asking. You know, when we approached investors for the first time, we sold them our dream. And our dream has never been about money. Of course, we want money to be a part of it. But that's not it's what investors
0: always... like to hear, though. Exactly.
1: Yes. <laughs> exactly. So we went in to sell investors our passion and our dream. And the investors will ask you, What's the exit plan, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Exactly. So we really had to go back to the drawing board and really, really think financially what we wanted to do with this. Take this dream and this passion and monetize it to its full extent that it would become attractive for investors. Yeah. And again, this comes with risks. You have to ask yourself, how much are you willing to grow this business and how much you're willing to sacrifice to get there? It was something that we had lots and lots and lots of late night discussions between us and my brother-in-law, the three main partners of the business, like how much are we willing to put into this? How far are we willing to go and how much are we willing to sacrifice?
2: But let's talk about the nature of investors as well. You're talking about the majority of investors. Yeah. But in this day and age, I find there are more people out there who do have some money in their pockets. Yeah. Who want to do some good in this world. Yeah. Yeah. And they feel they're not empowered enough maybe they're too involved in their business and so on and so forth But and they see some people who are doing good so we are a social enterprise as well so we serve the B40 yeah. uh, and with uh, Block Labs uh, we've devised our own therapy called Block Therapy for
1: autism okay. yeah we yeah. brought
2: um, Dr. Daniel Le Goff
1: okay. uh, the
2: pioneer of uh, Lego Autism Therapy yeah. we brought him here to Malaysia trained our trainers and now we're in a position uh, to create our own syllabus and it's proprietary for us to help um, raise the levels of, of, of diagnosis here in Malaysia for autism, you know?
0: Okay, so so you've, you've just described what is known outside as philanthropic capital, right? Yes, exactly. And the most outspoken example is the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They put their profits from Microsoft and Warren Buffett and all these guys into the foundation and they try and solve the world's ills like, yeah. you know, cancer or whatever, right? We're not that big No no, no, no one is that big But there's a lot of There are a lot of Compassionate Rich people out there Who are putting the money To good causes And who are not as impatient As these uh, Equity investors And in the
1: end The investors that did actually Come on board And invest in us Mm. And invested almost A million ringgit Mm. In us Were people exactly like that Can you
2: believe The first line in the pitch was I'm sorry Dear investors Who are about to invest You're not going to be Making a million bucks Anytime soon
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah,
2: Yeah. it's an ecosystem. And we talked
1: about social investment and social returns as Mm -hmm. much as we talked about the financial returns. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, so how did they buy into that idea?
1: Well, of course, we spoke to hundreds of people. I mean, we went for countless pitches. We did the we did the um, I can tell you, you spoke spoke to literally hundreds (laughs) of people. Yeah, we did. We did the whole exercise um, through pitching. Um we did what is called an equity crowdfunding to okay. raise funds. Okay. And I think equity crowdfunding does help you to reach the right people okay. as
0: investors. Because you can you can set the profiles. Yes. Yeah? The profiles. You reach
1: out to, you know, your customers who already believe in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And you reach out to uh angel investors who may one or two of them mm-hmm. have passion for phil- philanthropic or social mm. causes and you reach out to friends family people that you know who believe in you as people
2: the community you know? is such that sometimes you see the same faces around see they're still yeah. looking for places to dump their money Correct. and it's yeah. not just about making money yes. it's not about the money matches it's not about just the grabs and so yeah. on and so forth which in the end some people are still saying man when am I going to see my money back you know yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. but
1: we, we literally did meet hundreds of people mm. and out of those hundreds of people 40 people did actually invest in us and you know that their belief in us was just incredible
2: so that sort of 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 belief sort of spurs you on
0: yeah, so the equity crowdfunding model is something which is being pushed by the regulators right now. I think the Securities Commission is trying to push it. There's a lot of money out there. I think at last count, half a, half a trillion bucks. Or, well, 500 million at least has been dispersed over 1,000 right? The
2: regulators are going
0: crazy. You they're know? going crazy about it, right? And it's a big thing. Did you release control of the business or did you maintain No way. We,
1: re- we retained majority. No. Um, we gave up 14%. Mm. 1 4. And
0: One the reason four. why? I How thought. did you value the business?
1: Um, well, this is the thing. We went into this not knowing how on earth to value well, the business. Well, it's valuations, right? Exactly. So we went in and we got a lot of support from Pitchin mm-hmm. um, to assist us with that. Mm-hmm. And they basically told us in a nutshell, valuation is how much your investors are willing to agree with your price. Yeah. You know, so we went in and we put a price and 40 investors believe in the value of our of our business. Mm-hmm. We supplied numbers and everything. But again in a business like That's ours high, yeah. where there is no other business to compare yourself.
0: So the, the, you've disclaimed it saying that there's no the, there's no promise of there's no guarantee you get your
2: money back or no return, right? Bottom line, five years in you get nothing for five years. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I mean you and, have to
1: be very upfront about this. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: And to be fair also I said um, we can uh, put in our salaries into this as, as part of, uh, yeah. of, of yeah. the capital being raised but we're not. I said okay. we're not that's my promise to you I'm not taking a single cent until all of you see any money okay. yeah? Yeah. so that sort of okay you're in this for the full nine yards so yeah. that's my guarantee to you so after the five years how much is evaluated and what uh, um, as far as the five year plan has been achieved or not let's take a look yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. interesting. I think
1: when it's come when it comes to equity crowdfunding, I think honesty is very important. The best policy, you know, absolutely. Man. You you because you from are people, right? yeah ordinary you're putting people. yourself out there mm. with ordinary people, and you're telling them this is what I can do, mm. this is what I can't do, this is mm. what I can promise, this is what I cannot promise.
2: Because part of you the uh, of the reports back to them is how much impact we give back. I mean, the the Orang Asli villages we go to to bring Lego, um, to um, the autistic children that we uh, meet, to the statistics yeah. that we have, mm. you know, all this is giving back as well so there is an impact when we talk about your investment
0: so your your investor profile some of them are quite um, they're into the social enterprise idea yeah. mm-hmm. so they're okay with you giving back and they're okay with um, forsaking some of that profit
1: well when we in, went in, in and concept, did our pitch we pitched ourselves as a social enterprise yeah. we had to explain what that was okay. mm-hmm. you know and they were with it. I mean, like I said, we spoke to hundreds of people. Okay. They're probably like eighty percent of investors who, who, you know, were not in for it. Yeah. But out of them, forty people did. I would say they made maybe made up about twenty percent of the people we spoke to.
0: Yeah. Okay. So so okay. So both of you, right? I'll give you thirty seconds. What's the elevator pitch? Imagine you're on the top floor of KLCC. You you're. Both of us. Locked.
1: We're both going to talk into each other. You better start okay. with him. Okay. You sure? You sure? Okay. So I'm. I'm you sure? <laughs>
0: I'm, um, I'm Jack Ma, okay? You're in the lift of Jack Ma, right? You want to raise 2 million bucks, right? You want to give away 20% of the business, right? You've got 30 seconds from the 88th floor to the ground floor on the count of three, right? Oh nurse? my goodness. On the count of three, Fresh right? One, two,
2: three. I know I've got a little bit of time I I have with you, so I've got this really great idea uh, where we talk about uh, community businesses, which is uh, becoming really, really huge, uh, especially here in this part of the community. Uh, We talk about the LEGO community here in Malaysia 10,000 strong already, so a ready community with no place to go. Uh, We talk about parents uh, with a certain uh, uh, amount of uh, value, uh, the mid to high value people who want to have a good time when they bring their children out uh, to a playground. Have you been to a playground so, with your own oh, no, that was fast?
1: <laughs> That's why I do the pitches. Okay. I right. <laughs> usually have
2: five minutes. Go for it.
0: Shani Imanli, host, okay. you've got 30 seconds on the count of three. One, two, three, go.
1: Jack Ma, you have kids. When you want to take your kids out, Where do you take them? And when you take them out, what do you do while they're having fun? Now you see my business can take care of that. And if you invest in my business, you are investing the same way hundreds of thousands of parents who have the same problem, you're investing in in solving that problem. On top of that, I'm also doing education. While you are waiting in my cafe having a nice meal, your kids can learn about Lego education at my block labs.
2: Thumbs up. That's not bad. That's longer
1: yeah. than it is. <laughs> My God.
2: Usually I have five minutes, don't I <laughs> well, No lift goes that fast. Yeah. But the modern ones do, that's for sure. Well, that's why she fronts it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting because you are the front line, right? And it's very important. Well, who, who fronts the business as well?
1: I have to. Mm. You know, obviously, yeah. we both own the business. Mm. He is the major shareholder. Yeah. Okay. But he also still runs his other business our other business which is Mojo which is his TV and okay, media commitments so that's when you appear
0: at your, your, your MC conferences and moderate stuff, and mm-hmm. you are still the well-known TV guy that even my mom in law knows she, she knows you from from back then exactly <laughs> oh, man. so
1: that, that would be his main gig so uh, if, if we look at his at our <laughs> is it this one?
2: is it like that right well it's a hashtag oh
1: wow
2: yeah. but that's like another life you know yeah, it's like yeah. almost living another so life
1: so we've got Mojo so Nirin Burhat Which Mm -hmm. takes care of the tv and media side Mm -hmm. and he fronts that Mm -hmm. and then we've got block Mm -hmm. and i front this but essentially we both own both businesses but we acknowledge that you know we can't both be doing everything
0: yeah yeah. right
1: so he's of course much more prominent on the tv side so he he fronts that Mm -hmm. and i have the time and the flexibility to be running Block. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, I have my kids, so I need that flexibility.
0: Okay. So, two things, right? You talked about the interplay between husband and wife, and there's, there's challenges there. Mm-hmm. Then you could talk about the interplay between yourselves and your children. And because both of you are in business, you've got to deal with the, the demands on you of your time from your three kids, right? Ching. Right. Gentlemen. You know I okay. So, so, first with the husband and wife thing, right? What's involved?
2: Well, well, the abolition of specific traditional roles. Okay. That's out the window for sure. So that's all gone pear-shaped, right? Yeah. Pear-shaped. I
1: mean, when it was just him and I, yeah. you know, mm. f- stay-at-home full-time mom, breadwinner. Yeah. Mm. Very so, simple. But
2: sometimes when she's got bookings back-to-back, yeah. then... I'll be the soccer dad, you know? And then that's when I make certain meals where she's unhappy with (laughs) (laughs) the dad meals. Yeah. And my kids always have fun with that.
1: But I think um when we actually started business, we kind of sort of fell into our roles. Mm. You know, we both have our strengths, right? Mm. So he became the guy I have to pitch to. So I'm an ideas person, okay? So I come up with all of the ideas. Mm. I go to him, I pitch. And he's a tough boss, I gotta yeah, tell you. Yeah. He shoots those down if he doesn't like it. And so we have to bounce these things off each other all the time. Mm. And like I said, she my brother in law doesn't a rejection
2: very well.
0: <laughs> no one
1: does. But you see, that's where having the third wheel, my brother in law, I think has been the savior of all of this. Mm. Yeah. Because being a husband and wife in a business, you know, you bring your personal lives, you whether you like it or not, you I mm. draw a line between both of them. I'm sorry. It's tough. That's bullshit.
0: Yeah. Okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not Absolutely. possible. Absolutely.
1: You will bring your personal lives into your business and you'll bring your business back home. Yeah. All right. So having my brother-in-law there um, gives balance and perspective. Yeah. Sometimes he'll listen to the two of us and say, "You guys, I want to knock your heads together. This is the answer." I'm like, "Oh yeah." Mm-hmm. But,
2: but, by, but at the same time all three of us we can't have overlapping skills yeah basically all three of us must fit together like a puzzle everyone yeah. uh, playing to their own strength correct so what do you say
0: because you can't have two ideas people running the business yeah. you'll just you'll go nowhere and you'll have, you you can not have two details people running the business cuz you'll you'll just get stuck everywhere right yeah. yeah so you're quite lucky in the sense that you have got one ideas guy and one details guy and, you and one operations guy. and one operations yeah. guy yeah. Yeah. yeah you need that as well right yeah
2: this is the without those cogs you can't move mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's mm-hmm. the truth of it we're also fortunate to have great partners as well so yeah. I think that's the other ingredient you, you were asking Leo, you know, how do you manage it with just two of you it's not the two of us yeah. we've got a team of very dedicated people my chef is top notch oh. uh, and uh, he's learning many things along the way oh, nice. uh, we've got uh, of course our CFO yeah. uh, who's been absolutely wonderful uh, in terms of you know, putting been,
1: structure. Yeah, you it. guys
2: been doing this this week all this time. Yeah. Oh, yo, you know, it's like, that's
0: why we need you. Yeah. you know? So how does it work with the new investors from the from the equity crowdfunding sphere? you got 40 people you know, there, right? Mm-hmm. They have
1: given us a lot of freedom. They don't yeah. ask a lot about what we do. I think there's a lot of trust mm. in our vision.
0: How, how does the reporting structure work and what kind of expectations?
1: Basically, pitch-in requires us to deliver a report. Yes. Of course, the audit report has to be submitted to mm-hmm. the investors yeah. and mm-hmm. of course, once in a while, pitch-in will mm-hmm. check in with us. Mm-hmm. But on our own um, volition... We also set up WhatsApp groups um, for our investors just to update them. So when we appear in the media, mm. you know, when Block ha- has achieved something good, like, for example, mm. when we received our social uh, social enter- enterprise accreditation
2: mm-hmm. from
1: Agency Innovasi Malaysia, of course, that was a big deal for us. So yeah. we shared that on the group. <laughs> so we, we keep them apprised.
2: we Keep them apprised. Um, again, honesty is the best policy. Yeah. So from uh, uh, important milestones to important reports to Selamat Area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: So, I, I don't know how much details you can give me, but um, so if you put in $10 yeah. today, January the 1st, 2019, mm-hmm. um, what did they what what can they get?
1: Well, it's what? been a year. It's been a year since the money was actually used to renovate and build the business into mm-hmm. what it is now. Okay. I'd say it hasn't really generated the returns that we're hoping it will yet Mm. the business is still in full but it's been tough times it's tough yeah Yeah, and it's it's a full on growth stage Mm. and expanding from a 5,000 square foot space with no kitchen Mm -hmm. to suddenly 10,000 square feet Mm. with a kitchen and a full kitchen crew Mm. and it's no bloody joke it's a joke yeah exactly and talking about
2: capital expenditure already so we've already got a mountain to climb Yeah. yeah so if the sheer fact that we can make that money back already in that first year that's the first milestone, actually.
0: Okay, so to the to to the one of the forty, right? Um, they've put in a dollar, right? W- what is the promise to them?
1: Oh. Um, we, we actually didn't promise but we did mm-hmm. give a range of percentage that we hope we can exit at mm-hmm. that, that they we, we okay, hope that they so, can so exit so the idea
0: at is, at is a, it's an exit strategy mm-hmm. yes and, strategy. It, and yeah. it's five years long yeah. Yeah.
1: and I think um, they, oh. they were also very honest with us mm-hmm. you know they want to know when they can exit so mm-hmm. we gave an exit plan within five years
0: yeah. I see I see I see. so so the, the, the aim is to, get, to, to, to to move it along to the mm-hmm. next investor who then takes it to the next level all or
2: nothing and to prove it to you, I live like a pauper. <laughs> really, I live like a pauper. And again, my, our money where our mouth is. I've yeah. never taken a cent out of the business. Of course, some of them are like, so if, if that means we must have other sources of income, like, yes, I do. Yeah, because you're still on TV, right? Exactly. Okay. So that's why the partnership is here. She's full-time into the business, you know, and the other two partners, uh, not full-time into the business, but she runs the show anyway.
0: Yeah, so are investors okay with that because they might want you in there full time, mm-hmm. and no, they no. might be.
1: But as I said, you know, when when it's an ECF, you mm-hmm. are meeting the investors who are going to be investing in your okay, business, okay. and you can be honest with them.
0: And what do they look like? What do they sound like? What do they want? They are, are customers. They mom and pop guys? The,
1: the majority, yeah, the mom majority of guys? our investors, are our customers. And, and oh, so, so, so. Yeah, and that is, I think, the beauty of ECF is that you are you know asking for people who already love your business to invest in you okay. so they've already been part of your brand they've been part of your story they've seen you at work they've seen what you've already done mm. and I they want to be you part
0: as people because mm. you're I running the business
1: they invested in us yes mm. but they also invested because they loved what we were doing mm. they loved being a block and what we had built mm. And so, they told us that. Okay. So when yeah. we say
2: it's a community business, it really isn't a joke. It's mm-hmm. a place where the community comes down, whether you're the Lego community or you're at that Arada Mansara community or even Shah Alam community coming down here, meeting other people. So we got you know cafes, people selling essential oil lah, where nice. people lah. doing <laughs> got, stuff, mama yeah. play dates, you know, yeah.
0: you've got people coming together. So it's a, it's a gathering point. It's a social interaction place as yes. well. And okay, so,
2: Touching them through social media, we're about 10,000 strong already. Yeah. On Facebook and Instagram. Nice, nice. It's, it's a wonderful platform where you can share the good things you're doing. I know, I've been I've been down to your place, albeit yeah. some years ago
0: now. Thank you. Thank you. It's expanded. In Come perfect. on, I'll get you covered. I bought <laughs> some Lego from you, didn't I? Yeah. I, I, I think I bought <laughs> Ghostbusters from you, right? <laughs> yeah, That's always right. given you joy. I but yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, yeah. I
1: give you an idea. Our Force. single biggest investor was a single mom <laughs> Yeah. who had been our customer from day one. Yeah. Day one. Okay. So, so she'd yeah. seen what we
0: were. So how much did the smallest guy put in and how much did the biggest um, guy put the in? The
1: smallest was, uh, with Pitchin, with, a pitch in, with yeah. a ECF, the smallest amount is about 3000
0: Oh, okay. So really, so that's a, that's anybody,
1: mm. anybody can invest in your company. And mm. the
0: biggest? And the biggest, biggest was
1: 150000
0: mm. Whoa. Whoa,
1: yes. that's belief, man. Yes. I, mean, I know, right? grand
0: is a lot. And that mm-hmm. was
1: from a, an investor who was a customer who had seen us grow from day one to what we were, who believed in us. And she was very specific about what she loved about the business. And I, she believes in us.
0: So how much did you, I don't know whether you can tell me, but how much did you raise?
1: We raised 853000 fifty-three thousand. Eight, Sorry, 893000
2: Okay, so that goes some way towards the KPEX, right? The kitchen and the people and, the mm, and of course a little bit extra for the expansion plans. Of course, it's not enough to fulfill all parts of the, e- the yeah. ecosystem. You want okay. to have um, a YouTube channel. But of course, as you can see, all these things cost money it cost money yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely so we have to shove that aside and continue asking for money so I'm sure you'll be looking
0: to send this this clip to to well, all, all your investors right well yeah, I certainly for sure. hope
1: so oh, direct sure. them to
2: the link that's sure. yeah. <laughs> but you know
1: yeah. um, what we, I think a big lesson that we learned from that was yeah. you know this whole journey from mm. 2016 until now with Block has been a massive, uh, it's a steep learning curve. Mm. Okay. We, we had gone from never having run a brick and mortar business, mm. much much less an f and business, much yeah. less an education business, suddenly you're running three different businesses. And then you bring in investors mm. and have to start reporting to investors and then expanding to this monster that it is right now. Um, it, you know, a lot of the times we had to come back to the table and sit down with each other as as you know, owners, founders, yeah. and really ask ourselves, what have we gotten ourselves into? Yeah,
2: yeah, because there's you no you the imagine, expectation. The
1: expectation, Yeah. Can you imagine
2: running a seminar or, or an event where you've just met the prime minister, da, 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 yeah. and then coming to blog and taking off your ties like like Superman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> take them off, you know? Yeah. Take <laughs> <laughs> and, and That's your reality, right? Reality, yeah. but the biggest yeah. challenge, as, as I suppose, the biggest shareholder and a CEO is motivating everybody. Yeah, you yeah. know, it can, I must say, it can get disheartening. Sometimes, Or you bank everything on a public holiday as long holiday. Nobody come. Yeah. Yeah. Or you've
1: hey, invested hey, in all of this stuff uh, and suddenly everything breaks down. So, yeah, th- yeah, it's
2: these challenges yeah, where, you know, yeah. hey guys, you know, we, we learn from this, you know, and we've got data. So, we l- as long as we learn not to do this again yeah. it's just been one year we've been doing this so come on guys we've got to give you guys a break you know? well
1: one year since the investors on. came on board but yeah. in yeah totality. but one year because we yeah.
2: expanded into such a size yeah. Yeah. so a steeper learning curve yeah. and so I would like to take this opportunity to really thank our investors really for their heart and soul absolutely absolutely. because yeah, they believe in both of you yes and you know for, for, for what it's worth we are not going to just let that belief go to waste you know five years we're going to give you our best shot and that's our commitment for sure okay so
0: so now you're out there fundraising again right mm-hmm. so does your next round retire the first bunch of investors or well, do, do they are, all join the journey together
1: we're still in very early stages of thinking how we want to Right, we move right. ahead with this so i think it's a little premature to say but mm-hmm. of course we you know as you know the expectation on us is high so whatever we do it has to put the investors first mm-hmm. yeah. without a doubt that so was our promise we'll we're, we're still thinking through what this means for the company mm. obviously it's not like we haven't been approached by by you know big fish before mm. and said i want to buy your whole company you know, I, I want. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna invest. I'm gonna put in this much amount, which is like a huge sum, mm. right? And but the, the the catch is, I want to. I want the whole thing.
2: I I gotta tell you honestly. You know, I, I want almost, the whole I almost thing. Sold out
1: you know yeah,
0: so so they did come to you yeah
1: we yeah, have had over yeah. the over the last three years had people come and say look I'm going to invest I'm going to put in this much but I want the whole company I want the majority and I want to run it the way I want oh, to and run and it oh and
2: the kicker was my daughter is going to be the CEO
1: yeah uh, so honestly know.
2: I don't care anymore just give me the money go lah I know. Yeah. so there was just, it's a cash out right wow man the amount of sleep that's nice I tell you John. yeah <laughs> and
1: then,
2: because it's uh, was it good Was it was it, a, it was good a good very
1: good offer yeah. good but offer. at the same time and that was good maybe about a year ago okay we also asked ourselves why did we start this business and what did we want to achieve with it yeah. at the end of the day we have we still have social goals mm. we still have social goals which, which are just as important we were not important. confident
2: that this new buyer would achieve
1: yeah. I see. Yeah.
2: because that was the, that part where we were like mm. yeah. you know what happens to block yeah. therapy what happens to our autistic Quality students yeah. making? yes yeah. you know we were in the midst of uh, getting the syllabus right uh, for our autistic children right, so right, right. can we put all that on the line online? Exactly. we cannot you know, I, I don't
0: think the whole idea of the social enterprise in concept really works because mm-hmm. <clears throat> either you do good or you make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's very hard to do both.
1: I got to say, it is definitely a challenge, mm-hmm. okay? First of all, getting investors on board. Yes, it's it's hard, yeah. okay? But the second thing is also, you are your business is constantly under pressure as you grow. So, you say you make this profit. You have this profit of expanding your business side or you have the option of expanding your social side, what do you do? Yeah. So it's a constant battle of conscience, mm. as well as business sense.
0: Or you're out there as a PLC with quarterly earnings and shareholders, mm. external institutional shareholders, right? It's who do you, who are you more um, loyal
2: to? We, we have a philosophy. The philosophy is, you want to do good, but to do good, you need to make money, and not just make money. You need to sustain the doing good. So while... You have to sustain it doing it, the profit you take won't be so much. That's yeah. That's all there is to it. How much do you want? And at the same time, to do good. Yeah. Because you can't keep on raising funds, raising funds like an NGO, and then just spend it, oh, we're going to spend it, and then, oh, no money, raise funds. Can't. Yeah.
0: You know, the Americans are very good at this, right? Yes. I, I remember, like, <laughs> there was once a very famous restaurant in London called Wagamama. <sighs> right um, Michelin star Chinese fusion food amazing place run by you know this this guy right and then the private equity guys came in and then they said All right we're going to take Wagamama and we're going to make it a worldwide um, um, high quality fusion food chain uh, we're going to have 400 Wagamamas around Europe and uh, we're going to make a ton of cash and we're going to cash out and that's exactly what they did they sold it for like 700 million pounds or something mm. right in the process the quality of the food was not never the same, right? The decor didn't look at all like what it used to do in whatever, Notting Hill or whatever. Mm-hmm. But bloody hell did they make money, right? Mm-hmm. They just photocopy, you know? They just copy-paste everywhere. And yes. I think
1: that, that, that and is block the struggle.
0: A blog can be that, right?
1: It could. And I think um, it's important that when you have to come back to the founders, mm-hmm. okay, and, and speak to your heart and ask yourself, Why did you start this business in the first place? Mm -hmm. And that's what we had to be very honest with our investors about when we approached them. Mm -hmm. We had to be honest with them about Mm -hmm. it. That the social impact, the social returns are equally important Mm -hmm. to the financial returns. Okay? And so that's why we didn't get a huge number of investors. But Mm -hmm. the investors that we did get were just as invested Mm -hmm. in the social impact as they were in the financial impact.
2: But not to say we are not um, of the opinion that the private equity people are heartless. People who just want to make money. There is the plan of expansion for sure, especially yeah. the education part. The education part, in, in terms of scalability, it's it's got really got enormous potential yeah. uh, with the syllabus that we have, proprietary. Yeah. So I what, still want to
1: believe that you can, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I guess we are on this mission to kind of prove that mm-hmm. it is possible.
2: Actually. It, she's on a mission to prove it for yeah. me I'm a bit more real
1: pragmatic guys yes
2: pragmatic <laughs> the there will be a drop of quality the because there needs to be automation <laughs> the
1: blue, blue. <laughs> Come on.
2: there needs to be um, 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 SOPs that you have yeah. to follow in order to replicate yeah. you, there has to be a drop of quality because there's going to be less human touch That's right. when there's automation and okay you know you've got AI right now robots can cook your meals whatever maybe in terms of quality we can be better in the long run but the business will evolve right now we provide wholesome food because we're a family place so family people don't like all these you know uh, uh, processed food and such so we cook wholesome food you know how do you replicate that and still so money impossible. impossible impossible yes Impossible. so you're gonna have to compromise some of what our that's why i said everything's not locked in stone yeah. my wife is really a dogged person she's got the target i'm gonna achieve it no matter what so I'm the sort of guy sometimes things happen when we get there so we have to be pragmatic. And so this is the constant struggle.
1: Yeah. It's as a, as I would, as a you know, struggle. It, it can be seen as a struggle. Yeah. Okay. Mm. But as evidenced by this, mm. it also complements like, you know, you need to have the rock holding down the balloon
0: or the balloon. Will- no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's a journey, right? I don't, I don't think that journey is going to end anytime soon. No way. No, uh, and of course- unless... And, and, okay, let me just ask this question, right? If, um, if someone banged Multi-billionaire comes to you and says, guys, I will offer you 20 million for your, for your shares. I'm gonna buy 100%. You say no, maybe you say no, right? Because it's a so social enterprise, right? Because you know, you know I'm a cold, heartless guy. You know I'm gonna, I'm just gonna drop your CSR stuff. You know I'm gonna do that, right? You tell me no, you tell me 20 million. I tell you 20, you say, no way, right? And then I say, okay, 25. You say no, I say 30. (laughs) You say no, I say no way, right? I come back with 35, until you say yes. There's a price for everything.
1: So, you know, why I'm smiling is because we have actually had this discussion.
0: Yeah, okay. We've actually,
1: yeah, we've had this discussion. And in fact, as I said just now, we're still at the the table discussing the future of of how to move forward with this in the best way for our investors, and of course, in the best way for the business as a whole. And of course, sometimes, you know, when you're at the growth stage, which we are in right now, there are so many things that you want to do for the business. But you need money. Yeah. So it's a struggle, right? Between the, the social causes that you want to do
2: By the scalability and the growth part, of the business. Yeah,
1: yeah. So yes, we are constantly asking ourselves that. So can, I can. think if this big time guy came over with that amount of money,
0: This big time
1: guy. Okay? Mm. With this amount of money, I think we would have to turn around and ask him a question. Yeah. You know, do you believe in the work that we're doing? Mm. Yeah. You can make money. Okay? And we will be willing to sell it but we need some assurance that you will continue some of the good work that we're doing
2: here's the pragmatic part yeah i share i share there is a number there's a number but everybody got a number man. everybody got a number okay but here's the catch there is a number to how much good we want to do in this world yeah. okay I mean we have all causes yes we can't do them all yeah. we can't okay. so we still have a certain focus on what we want to do in terms of giving back social impact as long as the money Builds the war chest To go the street, We are entrepreneurs You yeah. know the war chest Is still always At the back of your mind yeah. Always yeah. So If there is a number That matches That particular War chest number In your mind Where you can I can execute This idea This idea This idea yeah. We got other ideas we got
0: You can still come back For second dibs Right Jeremy? If you, if you cash out right, You can still come back And do version 2 Or so version 3 My wife works in a
2: way There's a start And there's a finish No way <laughs> The things are always in flux as, own, as, yeah. as entrepreneurs we learn opportunity knocks and either you take it or not whether it's the right time or not and the end with Allah SWT gives you that room to go or not I think yeah.
1: ultimately I have learnt to be much more flexible in mm. my planning, yeah. because How you know, with business, much, yes, with business, really? there's yeah. countless variables. You can you can plan mm. all you want, mm. okay. But then this this big fish may come along with like a hundred million bucks. I yeah. mean, again, yeah. I have to learn to be flexible.
0: Okay, so you've got three kids, right? Yeah. Um, where are they? Where are they in this picture? How much? do you tell them about the business how much do you share about they the journey are, with-
1: they are as much of the business as we are okay. know, our, our, our they are our, there all the time our
2: playhouse was designed by them <laughs> yeah oh cool that, that's amazing right yeah. Yeah. yeah so we actually asked them what do you want in a playhouse yeah. no we're, we're, we're bored of this we want this we want to play they heroes. helped us to design to it have yeah. a that's cool yeah. that is really cool so, so they're on this journey with you With
1: you yeah. 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 they have been invested. from in, invested in this from day one you know, they were right down there. There were days in the beginning when we didn't have time to go home. So we'd just bring them to the shop with us and we they would be mopping floors with us.
0: So in many ways, right? In many ways, you're rewriting the rule book for the most part because most of the time the entrepreneur is a male right and and the wife is at home with the children to support and, to support, and you never see the kids you never see the wife but we are in, in this case all we of were you at were, risk
1: with that yeah. there was a point where and this was when the investors came in and the, and, and the business became an animal yeah. a monster right mm. Mm. where i did have be to be there all the time and it was a situation where i couldn't bring he the saw, kids you hardly with, saw him and mm. i hardly saw him too because he was also you know busy with his yeah, own thing so, running mojo yeah so, mm. so you know uh there was a point where I really was on the verge, probably, of a nervous breakdown.
0: Mm. Shit. Uh, Are you Yeah, seriously. seriously. Mm, yeah.
1: Because, you know, my kids were not seeing me. They were eating takeaway food every day, mm. you know. and What
0: year was this? How, how long this was this? This was about
1: a year ago. Okay. About a year ago. About the same time that the expansion happened, <clears throat> you know. And um, so I had to ask myself... Some very deep questions about what I was able to do and what I was not able to do. But it also coincided with this acknowledgement that you can't do it all. You can't do it all. We may think we're super. Unless you're. Unless we. Even he can't do it all. (laughs) Okay? So it was this acceptance of a reality that we can't do it all and we need to learn to delegate. We need to build a strong team because if we don't build a strong team, we will die.
2: It doesn't matter if you're a young entrepreneur or you're an old hand uh, wanting to start new because you've already got your financial freedom or whatever that challenge stays the same yeah.
0: so I usually ask uh, the people in front of me um, to, 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 to give three nuggets of wisdom to, 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 the, to the budding entrepreneur you'll get right? six <laughs> okay <laughs> I think with Nazar I ask no, for five or we'll share. We'll share. We'll
2: <laughs> share. <This part laughs> I, I want
0: to ask you something different because yeah. I, I want to ask you um, what would you tell the budding female entrepreneur um, right three what, 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 what advice would you give her three the 31, yeah, I'll give you five la. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> number one yeah. be realistic All right. so These this women, applies whether you're a boy or a girl yeah I, it does apply whether you're a man or a woman but I think for the woman realism I think is extremely important because like it or not the woman instinctively will think more about the children than the husband that's a fact okay Okay? so you are trying to run a business and at the same time at the back of your mind you still have this desire to be the best mom possible a working mom goes through the same thing i don't know whether men think that way but for a mother definitely instinctively innately
0: The, the 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 children take precedence over the business
1: you know it's a it's a struggle
0: yeah
1: right and i think working mothers struggle through this every day and when you're an entrepreneur It is just as as much of a struggle. And because you're building a business, the real risk is that you can actually drop the kids for the business if it requires it. Because the business is depending entirely on you most of the time. If an emergency happens, you have to drop everything and go.
0: Okay, nugget number two.
1: So, realism. Number two, you must find balance. Easier said than done. But how you achieve balance is by making sure instead of trying to do everything yourself, you have to grow your team. The only way to grow your team is to start a system. Have a system, train your team to follow the system, and then you just monitor the system. And that's how you achieve balance. And it will take time, but it's worth the investment. Number three, you need to give yourself a break. I think I'm not sure if the same applies for men, um, but I think women in particular are very driven to prove something. Yeah, what you, <laughs> there's this constant... Why do you think that is I don't know. I think women have a chip on our shoulder. There's this constant desire to prove something.
0: Because of the, the, the patriarchal superiority? I, Proverbial uh, glass ceiling. I still ceiling. haven't mm. exactly put a mm. finger
1: on it, yeah. but there's this constant desire to prove something. I can do it all. Mm. And, and then you, you open magazines for and you say... That super women, that way, right? Yeah, and we are also surrounded by magazines that tell us that women can have it all and can do it all, and that's not true. <laughs> you need to be able to know when to step back and tell yourself, I need a break. And if I didn't do that, I would have had a nervous breakdown. Yeah. You know? And you need to be able to say to yourself, stop. And you, be, you need to be honest with your partners and tell them, I'm struggling here. You know, I need more input from you guys. You know, um, that would be the three main nuggets. Um, And I think number four and number five is number four, be true to yourself and your business. Because if you're not, then your business is going to lose its moral compass. And I think for me, I'm not sure whether this is a women thing or whether this is just me per se. Once a business and a person and a founder loses their moral compass, then it's very easy for a business to become like everything else out there
2: i.e. the mission and vision statement
0: if more people had your um, perception especially in terms of number four number five the world would be a better place because I think I see a (laughs) lot of businesses will
1: make as much money
0: (laughs) well that's because they have no moral compass and CSR is just an afterthought and um, we, we see that all the time now all over the world not just in Malaysia Japan even in Japan America for sure in the UK
1: I would like to believe it's
0: possible yeah but that's the thing that's not an how an that's not how capitalism works right yes, number one
1: work. be yeah. realistic yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Naz what would you tell the aspiring entrepreneur
2: well to be fair it overlaps a lot with what we're as well so you'd yeah. be a surprise yeah okay yeah. There you go. Right. Uh, I'll say it in Malay though you know yeah okay. number one we have a saying uh, mana tinggi tahu mana tinggi langit, mana tinggi bumi eh, uh, mana tinggi langit mana rendah bumi know your limitations. Second one would be, know yourself, your strengths and weaknesses. Uh, and I think number three would be, that's why I say in English. Lah. I firmly believe, and this is something both of us really believe, that our business uh, is not just our customers. You know, a lot of people say, oh, your customers, your business. Actually, people, our people, are our business, our staff, they're the ones who really put their heart and soul and they believe in what we believe. You know, and if not, they wouldn't be working this hard for us and yeah, yeah, that much money, yeah. you know. Because I mean, these are kids who much. come
1: from the PPRs, you ah, know. We yeah. hire specifically kids who come from PPRs. Yes. For, so for What's us... a PPR? A Project Rumahan right? Yeah, low-cost okay. low housing. Um, I mean, these are slums, basically, okay, right? Okay. And we so give we them opportunities. The, we talk about
2: urban poor. Yeah. yeah. We talk about the poverty cycle where all, all of our kids are from that um, level, yeah. You can't get out of it. It's it, that's why you call it a cycle, and you need someone to break that cycle. And I've already told him and anybody else who are stuck in that situation, I'm here to break that cycle of poverty. So you can come here, learn new skills, learn to speak English, for God's sake. That's very important. Yes, you must learn the importance of in the soul. service
1: industry. Yes. Yeah,
2: absolutely, absolutely. And um, I would love it if there would be people of other races who would. I could identify and bring in as well so you can see the work think of other races as well you know when you put everything aside we all work for one thing block block has a vision for our customers for our kids that we service you know Yeah. Yeah. so having this belief inculcated to our people and have them take up the same principles it's really life changing for them I had a very similar conversation with Ian Ian Yung
0: uh, ah. he's a big private investor right and uh, we were talking about value traps, right? And value traps are where um, a stock could be worth 20 bucks a share, but it's actually trading at like five. Mm-hmm. And the the money guy, like Ian, the money guy comes in and says, hey dude, I'll buy from you at five bucks a share. We'll take it to like 19, we'll cash out. But then the, the, the owner of the business goes, no, I, I won't, I can't do that because I've got people who are working with me for the last 40 years, right? I've got families who depend on me. Um, they, they, they are okay to make the money that they make because there's livelihoods on their backs. Mm-hmm. And you know, because if the money guy comes in, and sometimes these money guys have no compassion, right? They're just private equity guys. Yeah. They'll just say, "Look, I'll, I'll I don't need thirty percent of the workforce. You guys can just, just go. I'll I'll cut costs by thirty percent, and I'll just list it, right? And 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 what happens then? Do you know what I mean, right? So so that that's why the, these these so-called value traps are not really value traps. They're just compassionate holes really right yeah. compassionate that's,
1: that's uh, the struggle I think that's the struggle yeah.
2: so it, I abhor that word trap so <laughs> yeah. you know especially when we are entering a, uh, an era where you know we see a breakdown in the family structure uh, we see a breakdown in, in how we communicate with our, our children how we interact with each other online yeah. and something's got to be done you know and if we were to just drop these beliefs just because we want to make some money it doesn't jive Maybe it makes me a bad entrepreneur. So be it, you know. So how do you guys invest
0: your money? Presuming you know you've got a parallel universe where you got to make it happen, right? So here's where your investment is, and your, your you time. shouldn't
1: ask me this question. You should ask him. Okay, so you're a big investor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a gold. Oh, I invest oh, God, time God, and effort. effort. Okay. Okay. We he talk about money. just just <laughs> not
2: putting all your eggs in one basket. So I mean, a little bit in property, a little bit in the. Uh, uh, this market a little bit uh, stock I'm still you know I'm still not a stock player until now i still <laughs> I'm not uh, simply because of uh, he's a good of,
1: mama boy you yeah. know very very uh, conservative oh yeah so yes. property
2: uh, see yeah. so whatever my investment is my promise to my wife who's now a Muslim for 10 years or 11 years now is whatever that goes into your mouth into your stomach and it becomes your skin and bones and, and blood and our children as well, they will. it will be halal. That means there will be no element of, uh, of, of uh, misuse. There will be no element of uh, riba. Moral, is compass is okay. Moral compass very strong. Moral compass very strong. Well, uh, I, I believe in something called barakah, the concept of barakah, where you do something with sincerity. And uh, of course, whatever you do, that effort is efficient enough to, to do a lot of good in this world it will come back to you somehow, you know?
0: Well, you know the old adage, right? It's it's not the religion that's fault, it's the people. And you know, in Buddhism, it's the same thing. They believe in karma, right? You do good, you get good. It's, it's like the... the it's universal. That's how yeah. the universe works, la, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so, so I, I think, you know, we agree with. Yeah, yeah. in
1: terms of an investor, he's not just investing for the, the world. Yeah. He does have places where he invests his money, okay. but he's also investing for the hereafter. So he's a, nice. a two-pronged investor. So nice. I, I invite
2: yeah. my investors to, to come on this boat with us, this yeah. is journey, yeah, where we do good together. Uh, we may not leave a big mark or a small mark. We'll leave it to God. All we do a is mark. we do our art okay. 100%. That's awesome. it. Okay. Nothing but 100% all day, every day. That's it. Nice one.
1: Can yeah. I share a nugget for husbands yeah. and wives wanting to go into business?
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. 100% all day, every day.
1: You're going to need all the help you can get. <laughs> <laughs> but basically,
0: yeah, our experience like
1: learned from the first business that we carried over to the second business was this. You definitely need a third wheel. You definitely need a third wheel. Being in a business as a husband and wife, you know, it's very dangerous sometimes because whatever struggles you deal on a personal front, um, you need that, that perspective. Mm. And, and when, you're see, when you see each other all the time, you lose that perspective. Mm. On top of that, you also have, you know, you are both parents of the same children. Yeah. So if you don't have the third wheel there, then if the business really needs both of you to be there, who's actually... Like, you know, so if you have that third wheel, you always have that other person who can, who can be there so that one person can step back if need be. But definitely, I would strongly suggest, even if it's a, a, you know, a small shareholder, having that perspective to give you that outside look at what you are doing is, I think, invaluable. Very important.
2: Every, every business will have different dynamic. But if, you, if you're going to be husband and wife... We would strongly suggest someone with a uh, minority share, pun apa. Yeah, as long as yeah. um, the person, preferably older, too. So there is a particular figure yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe an advisor that you can yeah. have. We have got two advisors as well, okay. uh, of high profile, and their advice has been invaluable because sometimes they just cut through the bullshit. You know? yeah. How do you structure the advice? The advisory board. Ah well, for in terms of the real is estate.
1: No, mm. no, it's informal. Okay. We, informal. We go to them, we call, WhatsApp them when we yes. need advice okay. and they're yes. always they're,
0: they're, they're on hand.
1: they
2: cool yes. and entertaining. Dato yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. yeah. has been awesome for yeah. us. Fact, so yeah. when okay. it He's comes a property for, guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, rich man. So everything when it comes to uh, uh, getting uh, or expanding our, our businesses, where, how, how much. Da, 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 da.
1: Yeah. And so he's so always been just a WhatsApp away. Mm. I mean, cool. wonderful, beautiful cool. people. Then, uh,
2: Dato Fazlur Rahman has been I know of him. Where, yes. where is he from? Formerly Brokas before ah, that yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, okay. so yeah. he's been invaluable in terms of getting our ECF thing right yeah. uh, so yeah. he's been advising us on how to reach your milestones yeah. and how to con- continuously have good relations with your investors so he's been invaluable in that sense okay. so thank you both Datuk they've been <laughs> wonderful yeah. yeah.
1: because we have to acknowledge it's not something that we can do on our own you need lots of input from mm. lots and lots of, of people can
2: you imagine how much a consultant would charge my god <laughs> they'll kill you man. <laughs> bankrupt you out of people that like you la. people like you yeah. be vanilla. Know we die la. But, you know, coming
1: back to my, <laughs> so to my <laughs> <laughs> coming back to my nugget why that third person is important is, is, is also because you know as I said it's not possible it's not realistic and it's not possible for the personal lives and the business life to not mix it will like it or not it will yeah. and that third person is going to be very important to keep the this is guys from our experience of course yeah.
2: I mean we talk about the VVU so I mean I look at them like wow, wow how can they not fight I can I wow. can I can I can, well, can she, she
0: should not knows? The, with
1: the husband is she? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right, that's right. Uh, who no. knows you know I don't know how they do it but wow yeah, relationship like, oh, goals oh,
2: relationship goals you know you're business
0: my husband slash CEO you know what they say about social media right what you see is not always what you
2: get no no right. for sure exactly. that's, that's, that's true with and us and we're
1: here to tell you that's true <laughs>
2: but then again when you go into business with your wife this will not constitute sexual harassment <laughs>
0: mm. that's one you can one tell bonus. these guys
2: have been on TV before
0: because they're just not afraid of looking at the camera man. that's what it's there for right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Trump. Appreciate it, brother Appreciate Naz, it. <laughs> Sister Shani. <laughs> it was an amazing conversation. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you. Good luck. We're to you gonna as well. need it. See you on the other side once you made your billions. Oh.
1: in social impact.
0: Coffee. <laughs> and coffee on me. Confirmed. Damn right, brother.
1: <laughs>